0: Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of everyone's favorite convention-related podcast, Con Job. This week, we're going to have a special guest, the founder. He's also the owner, operator, and one-man army of Huntsville Comic and Pop Culture Expo that's going to be happening April 9th in Huntsville, Alabama, Mr. Jeremy Long. Hey. So, without further ado, Jeremy, how are you?
1: I'm great. How are you? Thanks for having me on.
0: Excellent, excellent. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. I know the show's coming up here uh, in a couple of weeks, so I thought it would be a really good time to get you on and uh, kind of pick your brain a little bit and see what's what's in store for everybody.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We're uh, ten days away. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's getting close. Coming up hot.
0: <clears throat> so uh, f- for this year. Um, I guess first off, what if, what are any of the restrictions, if any of them, are, are going to be going
1: on for the show? Well, uh, great question. Uh, I will say that, you know, honestly, last July we were able to have a show uh, in the thick of all of this mess, and we did it safely, and we learned a lot, and we're carrying over a lot of those restrictions and limitations. And uh, I don't really want to say restrictions, but precautions, um, restriction sounds so restricting. Um, but one of the things that we're doing is we're going to still require masks, uh, or face coverings on some sort. Uh, it could be a clear plastic shield or whatever, but your face and your, your mouth and nose has to be covered. Uh, Alabama is lifting their mask mandate April 9th, but we're going ahead and going forward with the mask mandate uh, for the show. We're also limiting capacity, but we have a huge building, so a ton of people can still get in uh, and be plenty spread out. We are have we're gonna have all all lines marked uh, six feet apart. Uh, so your line to get tickets, your lines to get special guest autographs and photos and that kind of stuff. We will have that marked so that people feel comfortably safe from each other. Um, we are limiting capacity in our panel rooms, uh, instead of just having, you know, wide open theater style seatings, we're going to have chairs six feet apart in singles, pairs, and sets of four so that you can just sit with people that you came with. Um, and also in between every panel, every chair is going to get wiped down and all that good stuff. Uh, but the panel rooms are large, so we still have a decent amount of seating for people. And we're also live streaming all the panels on Facebook so that if you can't get in, you can go find a quiet spot in the hallway or something and watch the panel. Um, we will have hand sanitizer stations set up throughout the building. Um, our aisles are wider than normal, uh, just to encourage, you know, distancing a bit more. Um, those are the big things. Oh, uh, a new thing for this year that we didn't have last year is we are going to have photo ops. We are going to be able to have maskless photo ops because we're going to have a clear barrier between the special guest and the patron. So you can be right next to them without masks on and still be fully protected. Oh, that's now, a good Matt, idea.
2: I remember somebody talking about this last year on one of our Comic-Con groups. Mm-hmm and they what they were doing is it's like a um like a super thin like a 16th of an inch piece of of clear plexi that goes in between and the camera <clears throat> doesn't really pick it up is that kind of the concept that uh that you guys got going it with?
1: is it'll be a little bit thicker because when it's that thin it won't stand straight up and it'll weeble and wobble and uh <laughs> so ours will be it'll be about a quarter inch so there's going to be a thin line, Uh, but yeah, the camera will be perpendicular directly with that uh, piece of plexiglass so that it's the thinnest line possible. But me, I'd rather have a photo a foot away from, you know, Jason David Frank with a thin line between it than six feet away or, you know, a couple feet away with masks on, so... We yeah, it's exactly. Very, it's very 2021, 20, 20. You know, uh, it'll be a fun memento for people.
0: Yeah, and there's nothing there's nothing worse than getting those uh, those great pictures, and you know, you know exactly when it was taken because you had a mask on. So right. that's a good
1: idea. What year was that? Oh yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. What what year was that? Indeed, I can't wait until we're talking to like, you know, the younger generations when they're like, "What is that thing that you've got hanging on your wall?" And I'm like. Oh, all 19 of those things that I have, those are all masks from from 2020, the year we don't talk about. So, now you, you know, you guys have got, you guys have got some good precautions. I know everybody that I talked to that did did your July show mm-hmm. said it was fan freaking tastic and it was only a 2-day show. Right this year you, you guys expanded to three days. What was the, what was the, the thought process behind that? Was it to, to be able to get more people in or was it just because you guys really needed? That?
1: Well, it's a, a little bit of both. Um, so going back to 2019, um, we had a stellar lineup, um, you know, over 30 guests and we had, you know, over 7,500 people through the door over the two days. And so I was like, all right, 2020 will be a banger, and then we'll expand to three days. I mean, originally for our show that was supposed to be in April last year, you know, we had over 50 guests signed, and we had a huge lineup. And so I'd already, I I'd already made the decision in 2019 to move to a three-day show in 2021 because, for all intents and purposes, we should have hit 10,000 people last year, um, obviously, None of that played out. Um, but you know, I could have dropped and kept it to two days, but my thought was two things. You know, over three days, people have more time to come and uh, you know, spread it out a little bit more. Um, and then also I've had lots of people, you know, who just want to come for the vendors and the artists, they don't really much care for the special guest aspect. So they said you know, they, they've they wanted a lower price ticket that didn't include the benefits of the special guests. And I knew that some of the guests would only do two days. So I thought, you know, I thought of Friday as a you know glorified preview night that I could charge a lower price for those tickets for those people who want to come and just shop. And so it was many, many birds with one three day stone.
0: Yeah, that's actually a really good idea when when you get something like that because I know know, a lot of people do just come there to shop, which Mm -hmm. is – so giving them that option is really a really good thing, I think. Um, So as far as the booking of the guests, like from obviously last year to this year – um, did you have any any of them that were reluctant to come? Anybody that you had booked, you know, far in advance that maybe was like, "Hey, I don't want to come anymore." I mean, you don't have to give names, but was was there any? If and if there was, was there a lot of them? Yeah. And then did you have any people who just flat said, "Yeah, no, I'm not doing it."
1: Yeah. Uh, F all of the above. Um, so, <laughs> you know, every guest <laughs> that canceled last year said, "I'd be happy to come next year." And then, you know, when I started contacting them, you know, a lot of them were, well, I'm going to wait and see, or, you know, I'm not going to do anything until the world is right again or, you know, whatever. And that's fine. You know, some of the guests are up there in years. And so I'm not going to be like, oh, come on, come do a show. (laughs) It's okay. Um, But uh, because, I mean, one thing, you know, with all this that. I wanted to make abundantly clear is that we take it very seriously. You know, so many people were just killing us last year for actually having a show. And uh, I'll talk more about that later. But um, as far as the guests, um, you know, and then I did have some guests that signed on this year, you know, so they signed on maybe last November or whatever. And then as it got closer, they're like, "Mm, it's still not great. So, uh, maybe, maybe 22. I'm like, all right. You know, again, I can't be like, no, you have to come. And so, you know, but then I've had people who were anxious. Uh, you know, some people contacted me, I was watching TV with my wife one night and I get a text from Lou Ferrigno. This is back in January. Oh, wow. <laughs> you you know, awesome. like you do. Um, <laughs> and she said, Hey, Jeremy, I want to do your show in April. And I'm like, no, Lou, back off. No, um, yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, we worked it out. But then, uh, you know, a few weeks ago, or I guess four or five weeks ago at this point, you know, he messaged me and let me know that he had just signed on for a new project. And so he would be filming all of March and April. And so he couldn't leave uh, for the show, but that he does want to come next year. So, you know, and that happened with a few of our guests who got... Uh, filming gigs or whatnot and uh, you know, had to cancel and that's just normal for any year of a show where uh, filming schedules change or whatever. And, you know, that's obviously their number one priority. And so we understand when that happens.
2: I mean, you guys still have, you guys have got a great guest lineup. Like yeah. you, even with, with Lucy, you know, some people, cause I, mean, you've got, you, you've got the, the, the power ranger right. himself <laughs>
0: you
2: know, i mean and you know people you've seen it i we've seen it at shows people flock to jdf mm-hmm. like they do they man so i mean that's uh, that's a great thing you know i think uh, just him being there alone is going to be a gigantic draw right. for you guys
0: and it's cool because you have a little bit of every kind of every kind of thing in there every kind of genre you know from the wrestling to the to the voice actors to the you know the, the the cartoon, like all that stuff. So it's, you know, you got, it's a little bit for everybody, which is kind of cool.
1: Right. And that's, that's one thing we try to do is, you know, spread it out um, so that, you know, there really is something for everyone. I mean, this year is the first time that we've had current wrestlers. The last two years we've had, you know, I would say WWE legends. Um, so it's a little different, but AEW is super popular right now. And so a lot of people are excited about that. You know, we'll always have comic artists and writers, um, but then yeah, JDF coming is big, and then the three women we have coming for Supernatural, huge, anime voice actors, and then you know Jim Cummings—he voiced half of our childhood. So right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, and and then there's some of the more niche guests. I'll say like Eddie McClintock, uh, he has a huge following from Warehouse 13 and so dude i i'm a gigantic warehouse yeah and so i mean he when we announced him he shared the announcement graphic on his page and it got like 600 likes or something and you know i read through the comments and you know a lot of them were like oh come to kansas come to you know wherever but then one was like huh huntsville that's only eight hours away i think i'm gonna come i'm like someone's gonna drive eight hours because eddie mcclintock is doing huntsville
0: yeah um, like and that's what you, exactly this the type of thing you want as a promoter. Exactly.
1: For. And yeah. I mean and and the thing is, you know, now we always see ticket sales all over the country. Um I mean obviously concentrated <laughs> in the south um but you know, I I've probably sold tickets to all 48 states um not including Alaska and Hawaii, that's a long too far. Um but uh you know, over the years we've sold <laughs> all over the country and um, but this year I think people are just so hungry for an event like this that you know I've seen I would say you know 90% of ticket sales are outside of Madison County which is the county Huntsville's located in and I would say 60% of the sales are outside of Alabama um, I think you know more of the local people are just gonna wait and get tickets at the door but, um, you know, I've sold tickets to California, Texas, Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, lots in Florida, as Florida is just, you know, this is par for the course for them. At this <laughs> we're, point. we're wide and open we're now, open the- yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, now, uh, I guess kind of piggybacking on my last question, did, did you have any of that, those same issues with the vendors? You know some you know some people that paid from last year that are trying that were carrying over and just decided not to come. Was was that did that happen a lot as well?
1: So we did um, last year when we moved dates. Um, we you know refunded a lot of the vendors, but then as it got closer and a lot of people still felt uncomfortable. You know they asked if uh, they could roll over to this year, and we said sure, and then. Yeah, we did have some want to cancel, but I mean, honestly, I'm on a wait list like for a probably I don't know, 30, 40 deep um, at this point. And, you know, we, most people at this point are, you know, sticking to it or at least, you know, not letting me know they don't want to come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, the sad truth is you know, I'm sure that I'm going to have some empty the show. It's just because people are like, oh, I'm not going to go, and you know, yeah, kind of last minute. Right. Yeah, I mean, it right. happens.
0: Yeah, I think it's that it happens at every show. Even even in the normal years, we we still see that right. stuff.
1: Yeah, I
2: mean, we 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 were at a show in January that uh, that they told us that every single space was mm-hmm. sold out and i mean there were
0: there were a lot of those spots <laughs> yeah i'd say People a good 20% right 20 30% yeah. it was a lot yeah it was, it
2: was a lot. but i have a feeling that that's not going to happen with you guys yeah. one because you guys i mean for the past couple of years it, it, even last year you know you guys have a good reputation for for having a solid show um you know and I think people, like you said, they're, they're really starting to get antsy. They, you know, they're, they're hungry for something.
0: Well, now they got the stimulus money yeah, too. And so. tax refunds are coming through too. <laughs> it, ex- exactly. So. It's true. A lot of rich people out there for yeah. a couple months. Well,
1: and all <laughs> oh, I know I yeah, I money. will say that you know, last year, despite a huge dip in attendance, just about every vendor came up to me and said, you know, we didn't feel, a dip in sales like sales last year were just as good as the year before I mean and I think it even in July you know four months into it people were so cooped up and ready to get out and do something and you know a lot of people ask me why did you still do a show um was it you know were, could you not get out of your contract or whatever and I said no you know I could have the the building that we use the von Braun Center you know, they're very accommodating for whatever we need. And um. but basically the top two answers I give people is, you know, a lot of the vendors and artists depend on these kind of shows for their livelihoods. And
0: and we appreciate uh, you doing and,
1: that. you know, n- not only the vendors <laughs> and artists, but special guests. Mm-hmm. You know, I had one agent mm-hmm. come up to me last year after the show and said, my client told me going into the show that their savings was going to run out at the end of July. But because of this show, they'll be able to limp on for a few more months until something else comes up because, you know, guests have done the virtual cons vendors have done the virtual cons and it's, it's, it's great. It was something, but it just didn't pan out for most. Um, yeah. I mean,
0: it's great in theory, but nobody's done it. exactly.
1: Right and, you know, yeah. someone asked me if I had thought about it. I'm like, no, because I had no idea how t- that would have worked, um, you know. And plus, I mean, the thing about going to a show is all those mm-hmm. impulse buys. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I I need a $200 toy going into the show. But when I see it, <laughs> oh, it's going home with me, you know. Right. And so if I, you know, if I get that urge online, I can just you know go to eBay or turn the computer off and save the $200. So, yeah, right.
0: And that, that's a good, point. No. That's
1: a good point. But you know, that the no, whole I, livelihood, I... but the other reason we did it was because, you know, people needed something to look forward to and people needed that hope that the world wasn't completely flushed yet. Mm-hmm. And so we did that. Cause I mean, you know, kids, when you think about it, you know, everything started last March. So they lost spring break, they lost mm-hmm. summer vacations and that kind of stuff. So, you know, I thought if I can do something where kids can come out and have fun and, you know, do pictures with Darth Vader or Spider-Man or whatever, you know, the cosplayers are a big part of the show. Um, you know, I, you could still see smiles even with everybody wearing masks last year and that was the big thing for me. No, that's That's something that
2: We've talked about a ton, you know, that, I don't know. It's just, it's about getting the people out and giving them something right. else to do. Like right now, I, I, I love the fact that you guys, the promoters are, are some of the promoters obviously are pushing through and, uh, you know, and, and making it work, figuring out a way right. to make it work. Um, you being a vendor, you know, I, I've seen you vending mm-hmm. it, uh, it shows, you know, you, you get it for, for mm-hmm. our side of it. You know, we, uh. There's a lot of us that, oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm terrified that I'm not going to see some of my vendor right. friends mm-hmm. going forward this year. Because I don't know, you know, I didn't have their contact info, but I don't know if they made it through and, you know, kept their business going. So <clears throat> I, uh,
1: I hope that they had promoters in their areas like you that, that were doing right. it. Right. And I mean, you know, one thing about me as a vendor is you know, it's, that's a hobby. Um, I have a full time, you know, regular job, you know, Monday through Friday. And Mm. so the vending is just an extra income. Plus I just enjoy it. And I mean, the expo is just a, I I tell people it's a hobby that's gone incredibly right or incredibly wrong. You know, however you want to look at it. I enjoy it. It's not a, I don't do it for the money. Uh, you know, a lot of people say, "Why do you Why do you still work? You have the expo." I'm like, "Well, the bank wants the money for the mortgage every month, and my my kids <laughs> like to eat uh, and and, the- and there's always that 200 right, exactly. Toy out there that we I might mean, find. that Raphael isn't going to buy itself. <laughs> um, and so, you know, the the expo is is a fun fun thing. I enjoy it. If I if I didn't enjoy it, I wouldn't do it. But you're right. I look at everything everything in the expo can be broken down into two aspects, you know, for me, you know, everything that I love about being a vendor and everything I love about being a fan. And that's what I do with the expo. So now that we just had an (laughs) awkward
2: silence, because I think uh, me and Ryan were both like, who's going to ask the next question, Um, you know, kind of moving away from the expo, I've got, I've got, Got a couple questions for me. And I think Ryan and I kinda share the same thing. Um, you know, we're we're looking at you know your your show is is happening, you know, at a at a fairly normal time of the year. You know, but we're looking at some of these shows that, you know, for the first part of the year have already canceled and they've been pushed back. Mm -hmm. You know, what are your thoughts on how crazy the last part of this year is gonna be for vendors with like literally shows nonstop from really the middle of July until what's looking like November now,
1: even, you know, three and four and five shows. Yeah. I mean, I, it's going to be a lot of decisions needed, uh, you know, where some of these vendors that travel from show to show and they're used to doing all of these shows that are now landing on one weekend. It's like, Oh God, I used to make X amount, you know, times four from all those shows. Now i got to pick one of them. Which one do I pick? And so I think, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they play out, how the the dates change, the date changes work out for people. Um, I mean, it was just announced that San Diego Comic Con is Thanksgiving weekend. Has there ever been a show Thanksgiving <laughs> yes. weekend?
0: Ah, uh,
2: that is another. There's st- been there's been three that I can think of that I've like uh-huh. attended and none of them have right. performed well for Thunder I mean,
0: so. the thing I don't get the most with that is I know it's kind of a side topic, but like of all the times where like in, in the past year and a half, you know, year, we haven't really been able to get together right. and it's looking more and more like we're going to be able to have a normal Thanksgiving this year and then they're going to have a show and pull every, like potentially pull people away well, from their families the, the first time that we can actually and, I mean, get back I together I think
1: they might be doing it on purpose you know because usually San Diego is what 300,000 people and and they're At figuring least. now she with shits. it being Thanksgiving weekend surely all those people won't try to come and so maybe they can limit it to 100,000 I mean I don't know that's, that's one show I've never been to unfortunately but um, you know it's, it's it's crazy and yeah I've already heard lots of people um, about that and I mean me as a vendor you know I've got the expo in 10 days and then I'm doing Pensacon in May that moved from into February to the weekend before Memorial Day and then I've got a couple there in the summer but there's more shows that I normally do that are right around all those other shows and I'm like I can't do three shows in four weeks, just, you know, between work and life and kids and, you know, everything. I, I don't, I don't want to do three shows in four weeks. Um, but it shows that I normally do and do well at. And so, yeah, I've got to pick and choose, you know, what, what do I do? Do I, you know, try to kill myself loading and unloading a thousand long boxes, (laughs) uh, several times in a row or, or do I just stay at home and enjoy sitting?
0: But I think at the end of the day, it's always nice that we have
1: the options now. Whereas you know,
0: even even as little as two months ago, there was you know it was looking bleak, and so now it's like, hey, holy crap! I have two on the same weekend. What am I going to do? Like that's such a nice a nice feeling to have. Yeah, absolutely.
2: So, as a promoter, um, there's some rumors floating around that there's a very large gaming convention in Indiana that may be looking at uh, it requiring. Some sort of proof of vaccination mm-hmm. um, as a promoter
1: what what are your thoughts on that i mean you know it, it, it's sad that the whole virus and vaccine thing has gone political like it but that's that's the sad truth, and you know some people, for whatever reason are just super against getting the vaccine and I I know we wouldn't require that but you know we're still requiring masks outside of the state mandate so I mean we are doing something you know extra um, requiring vaccine I, I don't know um, it's you know I mean the thing is it's their show so they can do that if they want to deal with the fallout and the heat of it um, but the thing is it's like you know, some people would absolutely love that requirement. Um, I myself, right. and I got the vaccine. I got the Johnson Johnson vaccine a few weeks ago. Uh, my regular job is I work in DOD, so I'm considered essential. Um, and so, when all I right. was able to get the get on the list, I got it, and um, you know, I'm, I'm happy that I did. And so, but even with that, I'll still be in a mask all weekend at the expo, taking 40,000 plus steps a day. Ah, get no
2: steps in baby. It's like <laughs> <I love> Disney.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's funny.
2: Alex and I, uh,
0: had a, had a little bit of a debate on that on last week's show. So it's, 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 but it's, again, it's one of those things where why, why bring it up? And just cause you know, you potentially alienate a section of your, of your, you know, population right. coming in saying, well, how, how dare you tell me I have to have it, you know? So, right. Why go down that road, right. I guess if you don't have to. So would would something like that come from from like the city or the actual venue? I mean, can they? Would that be something that they could require you at? You know, hey, you're using our building, you got to do this.
1: Think so, but I mean, if it was a city thing, then they'd have to do it for every business in the city, and that's right, a whole right. can of worms. That's a, that's, can a of worms. Whole, that's a can of cobras <laughs> right there.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> for sure so
2: the the biggest question of all you know as someone who is attending the uh you know the convention this weekend where can we watch wrestlemania at <laughs> so,
1: so, <laughs> on your so, phone because so wrestlemania is sunday night right uh you got it's saturday, saturday and sunday, sunday, now. sunday. It's two days yeah well uh so sunday night it'll be after the show is over the show ends at five o'clock on sunday um right but uh you know And in fact, the show on Saturday, you know, ends at six. I mean, we have gaming that goes on six, but uh, the the bulk of the show ends at six. Uh, And, you know, the VBC is located downtown Huntsville. So there are tons of places to go out. um, And I'm sure one of those places will have it, um, you know, have the pay-per-view. But, yeah, I thought about that because, I mean, you know, I'm going to have two – you know, very popular hot now wrestlers with me. And I'm going to be like, "Nope, sorry guys. You just go back to your rooms. <laughs> right. Bye. Which, funny <laughs> enough, I found out just today from, um, an agent that, uh, Darby Allen has to wrestle the night before the show. Like, cause he's, uh, Darby and Sammy are just scheduled Saturday, Sunday. And Darby just found out that they're doing a house show friday night in jacksonville that he has to wrestle and so basically he's oh, gonna geez. wrestle finish up hop in a car with a buddy and drive to huntsville and
0: wow like the old now, territory I, and I, is. Then, yeah
1: i i will tell you
2: both of them have I, you met them like have you met I them in not. person They were um, there was a show last summer that uh, that they did, and it was it was one of the first shows first shows out the gate. Um, I think it was the weekend before Mm -hmm. before yours actually, Um, and they they were literally right behind me. Like anytime I peeked my head around the 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 little curtain that we had, like they were there. Um, They're fantastic. I they they're so freaking personable. They they interact well with fans. I. You could not have picked two better people to you know to
1: represent that brand. Um, they're they're great. Right. They're fantastic. Yeah. and you know, I, I actually have to give credit to the agent and to a buddy of mine. Um, I don't watch wrestling now. Like wrestling for me, like when I think wrestling, you know, I think Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, Randy Savage. Like, <laughs> right, right? Nothing I mean, wrong with I that. That's I'm for sure. No, Dating no. myself a little bit, but I just kind of. It kind of lost on me, you know, in the latter years. and But, I mean, obviously, I've heard of AEW. I, I knew about it. I, the agent is a buddy of mine, and he pitched these people to me. I had never heard the names before. And so I messaged a friend of mine who's a big wrestling fan. I'm like, hey, and I gave him these names. I'm like, what can you tell me about him?" And he's like, well, Darby's the hottest wrestler right now. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, well, Sam, he's like, he's up there too. And I'm like, cool. Well, we're good to go then. And cause some other ones, you know, uh, that, uh, I asked him about, he's like, eh, they're okay. They're not going to bring any more people. I'm like, that is the answers I want. So, you know, it's, 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 I, you know, like we said earlier, you know, I try to have a, a wide variety of, you know, guests from all different, uh, genres. And you know, I can't know everything. Um, and I, I might lose points here, but I've never seen a single episode of Supernatural. And uh, but I know that these are okay, I You're know that these are great characters, <laughs> yeah. So, um, well, I will tell you, you should watch the Scooby Doo episode.
2: That's like that right one is on. fantastic, yeah.
1: There's uh, I joke with some friends that uh, you know I'm, I'm not the, the the biggest dork that I like to think I am. So so many things I haven't seen. I'm like I can't watch it all. Okay, <laughs> just let me read my funny books.
0: It's true. Hey, <laughs>
2: people get upset with me because I've I've never made it through the second second episode of Game of Thrones. So there's uh, that. Unbelievable. We it, we all true. have our red marks. <laughs>
0: How. Yes, yes. How how we're podcast
1: partners,
2: it still baffles me. Well that. that's because we both like Hulk Hogan and the old. <laughs> well, enough, that's pretty you that's much how you know, is.
1: I'm fine. Like again, another one I've never I've never seen any Doctor Who, you know, and and I'm and see, <sighs> Neither and so, have I. But when, whenever so someone tells me I've never watched Star Wars, I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. I what Ugh. how how did you make it in life? Yeah. And so that that's the one that I'm like, okay, that's ridiculous. But <laughs> everything else, I haven't watched, yeah. you know, Animaniacs, or I've never seen Next Generation, or I've never seen, you know, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. But when they say, I've never seen Star Wars, I'm like, which one? <laughs> Any of them? No.
0: Yeah, like, that's there's a problem yeah. with their parents. See, or instead just, of a vaccine yeah, card, they've done we that. Need to,
1: I need people to show proof that they've seen at least the original trilogy, and then they can come in. <laughs> that's... Yeah.
0: Just ask that's him right. who
1: shot first. That, was it Boba?
0: I mean, was it Greedo yeah, or that, Hans? That, yeah. <laughs> I
1: was like, Boba? Um, that's our vaccine <laughs> card. Is, have you seen the Holy Trilogy?
0: Yes. And then that's, it's really only yeah, the, the original. Fine. There's no other movies after that. They all. So I, I know we had mentioned it kind of earlier, and um, I just wanted to go back to it. Now, you said you, got, you were getting a lot yeah. of heat for having the show oh, last yeah. year. Yeah. So, so, what, so what was that all about? I mean, I right. I know. I just want to hear what what type of stuff you were getting because we talked about it in some of our other shows with some other
1: promoters that
0: like ones that happened as recently as like you know yeah. January where how you know you're you're just yeah. killing people. How dare well, you? So. And,
1: and funny enough, you say that because Rob, who runs South Carolina Comic Con, I was talking to him uh, about a week or two ago, and he was like, it was right after they reannounced, and he was like, dude, these comments. I'm like, oh, trust me, I've heard it all. Um, but no, I mean, if you asked the right person or I guess technically the wrong person uh, you know, we were going to be responsible for the deaths of tens of thousands of people, you know, how dare you, uh, you know, do this. Uh, How are you so selfish? And the thing is I lost money last year on the show, the show lost money and I knew it was going to lose money. It was going to lose money if we had it or if we didn't have it. Um, But again, I, I knew the show would survive and I wanted to do it so that you know, again, the vendors and artists and guests could come and try to make some of their livelihood and that people could have hope to look forward to. Um, but yeah, I mean, people, and it's so funny. I never get the urge to comment on something. I'm not going to do this. You know, I just don't do it. (laughs) Um, like if a movie's coming out, I don't call the producer and say, I'm not going to watch your movie. Um, I just don't watch it. Um, but people are coming. Well, I can't believe you're doing this. I'm not coming. All right, cool. Uh, that's fine. Stay home. Uh, feel safe, you know, but those that want to come out and, exactly. you know, now last year, you know, we had the super wide aisles. We had 15 foot aisles. We're not, we're not spacing them out that much this year. Um, but, uh, we still will have a little bit wider aisles, but one of our artists, um, a guy named Justin Lynch, he's local here. Um, He is also, he works at Publix, and Publix, you know, they've been doing it right, Um, but he said he felt better at the Expo than he did at work at Publix, and so, you know, you hear that kind of stuff, and, uh, you know, everybody had positive results afterwards, or positive experience, not COVID results. (laughs) Um, In fact, uh, (laughs) one of our special guests, Leah Clark, last year, she actually shot a video about her weekend, how safe she felt. And then afterward, after she got home, just to be on the safe side, she did get a COVID test, even though she didn't feel, but, um, and it came back negative. So we didn't have any reports of anybody catching anything. Um, I did lots of people were like, you know, every time I do a show, I get con crud. And this is the first time I've ever been to a convention. I didn't get con crud. So apparently we did something right, but you know, you have to look past those comments. Um, I I was in restaurants for twenty years, and so I've got thick skin because uh, you get a lot of fun comments in restaurants. Um, yeah, yes, I, you I mean, do from everything, I, you know. Uh, and so, and it's it's hard not to respond. I mean, that's that's the hardest thing is not to respond. And there was one time that I kind of left a snide comment and it was, it was basically when we were, you know, uh, requiring masks. I made the post. It was like, you know, we will require masks. If you don't like it, don't come. And it was up for about 30 minutes. And then my wife saw it. She was like, uh changed that. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but I mean, you know, the thing is though, we have lots of, you know, good fans. Um, that love the show that will go on there and basically, you know, when people are being butts for the it's the safest way to describe them, um, you know, they'll go on and be like, <laughs> look, you guys need to chill. And I mean, you know, I, I, I would have loved to have said, look, you know, I'm going to lose lots of money having this show. I'm not doing it for any gain. I'm just doing it to try to help others. But, uh, you know, I didn't want to do that. So, you know, I'll let people think what they want to think It's they're right. And if they want to stay home and, you know, bash us from their parents' basement, that's fine.
2: <laughs> the thing that I've noticed that a lot of these, like, these nasty comments that are you know the you're killing tens of thousands of people or you know this is going to be a super spreader event how dare you you're greedy these are these are comments from people who no. never have any and they're no nowhere
1: around show. here you're
2: absolutely right uh, um I mean. yeah. mm-hmm.
0: and that's the most frustrating thing it'd be different if it's people who have been to them and be like you know what i've been to two shows and i caught covid there like it's the people sitting at home in their basement going how dare you well, and and this, what's it's, it's is, ridiculous you know, i
1: look at our analytics on our posts and stuff and outside of the you know alabama and surrounding states california sees our posts more than any other state they're like number 6 and it's so weird and so a lot of the comments the bad comments are from california and i'm like look i've seen your state on the news so don't don't think you know what's going on here <laughs> um you know and and i mean and that's the thing it's like i i have to walk a fine line of you know trying to make this a huge successful show but still make it safe and you know manageable so it's you know advertising um but not too much um but yeah it's it's a it's a fun tightrope there I think uh, I
2: think honestly, I think you 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 have a good mix for for this to be a good show. I'm excited to be part of it.
0: All right, we're back and uh, so so Jeremy, as we as we kind of wind this thing down, there uh, there are just a couple questions that Alexa and I do, and they're just just kind of two two questions from each of us that just kind of pick your brain on on a couple of different topics. so Alex right. so
2: first? i uh I, I'm an entertainment buff. Um, I, I love, uh, mm-hmm. I love having something going pretty much at all times, whenever I'm working. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, my go-to thing is space balls. I can watch that literally a hundred times and not get bored of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what, like when, whenever you're doing stuff, what's your, uh, what, what's your go-to thing? Like what's
1: your, your go-to background noise or just the thing that you can watch forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my shut my brain off and just have something on honestly is like Rick and Morty. Um, and one of the reasons is because once I get the kids down, that's just on. And so I'll just turn that on and it's just kind of there. Um, but while I'm doing work, if I want to, you know, kind of listen to something, uh, I'll turn on YouTube onto emergency awesome and, you know, hear uh, movie reviews or, you know, episode reviews of whatnot. Um, Or it doesn't have to be emergency awesome, but, you know, something along those lines, Uh, you know, with WandaVision, you know, I watched a bunch of wrap up just because even being a comic nut, I'm not going to catch every single Easter egg. And I mean, the best thing about that show was all the fan theories that just died. And I kind of enjoyed, you know, seeing everyone so sad that their fan theory was never even addressed in the show. It it made me happy. I loved it. (laughs) It's so funny <laughs> how dare what do they? you mean
2: we don't get Mephisto yeah.
1: I mean and I, I love like in fact I'm watching it again right now with my wife and 11 uh, year old and we just got to the episode where Monica Rambo got the vehicle to try to get back into the hex and everyone was just convinced that that was going to be either Reed Richard or um Oh, uh, what's the other guys? Uh, Blue Marvel, you know, and then when it was just some nobody character, like I actually chuckled the first time I saw it. I was like, "Oh, so many people are sad right now."
2: Yeah, my my fan theory on how they're gonna introduce the the X Men and mutants is that the snap was mm-hmm. the the reason why we have mutants now, gotcha. right? because the energy released and all of that. That's my theory, but we'll see. Anyway. <sighs> I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, so, my my second question. I, I'm a foodie. I I love to eat. I'm fat. I, I admit it. I like food. And are you describing whenever me or I go yourself? now? <laughs> I, I'm definitely describing myself. I, you know, since the last time you saw me, I've gained probably about 15 pounds. You know, to the COVID 15, not That's the COVID 19. Right. Um, but you know, my, my favorite place whenever I would travel before I moved here. Um, you know, would, would be Orlando. Mm-hmm. I, I love coming to Orlando. My favorite taco place is here, um, the Sloppy Taco Palace. I wish to God they'd sponsor us because we talk about them all the time. It hour, is our, our hour favorite. Hour taco favorite. Store. But literally, Orlando mm-hmm. has everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when when you travel, is there like a, a place that you kind of get excited to go to, or you might like make you know extra days stays just so that you can do the food there? Charleston, Charleston, South Carolina. Yes.
1: Oh, my gosh. So I'm originally from (laughs) Mobile. um, So Uh, I'm a Gulf Coast kid. So I love seafood. And um, I will say I don't eat seafood this far north being in Huntsville. Um, Because growing up, you know, eating seafood that was swimming that day, you can taste the difference. And so whenever we go to Charleston, it's just like – I don't need to buy a souvenir. I don't need to buy all the money is going to go to food. Um, Some of the best restaurants, some of the best food I've ever had.
0: That's so funny, my wife yeah. is the biggest fan of Charleston as well, so we do a show there every year, and it's like we just yeah, just yeah, it's yeah, for the add food we, a lot we had some of the so best so food funny. that we've
2: ever had best tr- best fried chicken yeah that I've ever tasted yeah in
1: charleston i mean there was uh, so we went <laughs> it was probably two or three years ago I don't remember, but um we went to this uh the crab house um down in the market area, and we went one day for lunch and it was just amazing. But it was one of those things where it was like uh, I was battling with myself over like two or three different entrees to eat. And so then the next day we're down there and we we're trying to figure out where we want to go to lunch. I'm like, well, let's go back to the crab house because <laughs> there was another thing I wanted to try. <laughs> and it was that's right. And it was so it ain't good. broke, don't fix I mean... it, right? Good grief! I I mean that whole downtown market area in Charleston is just fantastic. It
2: really is. We uh, I mean, we b- both Ryan and I did Husk, which is down there. Mm-hmm. Um, we did a place called Grace and Grits, which is across the bridge. We did God, we did a couple of places. and They were all so good.
1: Right. I mean, and you know, honestly, uh, back in January, um, so I turned I turned forty back in January, and. It was on Martin Luther King uh, Jr. weekend. And so not only is it my birthday, but it's a three-day weekend. And we're stuck in the middle of a plague. And so my wife said, what do you want to do for your birthday? I'm like, well, we can't really do anything. And then I got to thinking. I said, you know what? Let's go to the beach. Let's go to Gulf Shores. Um, Because if we're not able to do anything, we might as well do nothing and have a good view with it. And so we went down there and went out to several restaurants while we were there and had some great food i mean i'm a big food nut like that is my if one one thing you know when we're looking at vacation spots is i'm looking at well how's the food i think that's why nobody you know vacations to like arkansas i mean i I guess they have good barbecue but like uh (laughs) yeah i want fresh seafood and we hit up some Great places, really awesome comic shop down there, too. But, um, but yeah, big food nut here. And when, when you're in town, if you need some good places to go eat, just let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you some good places. Well, I think, uh, there's a group of us
2: that will definitely be looking. Chris, mm-hmm. who, uh, is one of the artists that's coming in, or well, he is a, he's a, I guess, an artist broker. He, uh, he sells for someone. He, uh, he does a, a, a food review. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be probably looking for some places, so we might have to talk to you on Thursday.
1: Well, I, I will tell you right now, uh, there's a place. It's about 15 minutes, 10 or 15 minutes from the VBC. It's called Supper Heroes. Um, and it's a comic book-themed restaurant and has the best burgers in town. I already want to go there just because it's called Supper Heroes. Yep. So. And the guys who run it, Mark and Mike, are solid dudes and... <laughs> Definitely worth going and checking out. fantastic. Uh, last year, Chris Claremont was here, and you know he was like, "Hey, you know what's for dinner tonight?" I'm like, "I got you." I'm like, "You like a good burger?" He's like, "Yeah." I said, "Okay," and so I took him out to Supper Heroes, and he absolutely loved it. Um, the menu is written like a comic book. It's 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 a wonderful place.
0: Oh, that's a cool idea.
1: Indeed, I like it.
0: All right. So um, we'll get into my questions yeah. then because Alexis is hogging, hogging all your time. <laughs> so mine's more from a promoter, I guess, standpoint. So if money were no object and you could pick anybody who, uh, living right now as a, as a guest, who would who would Mark you, be your one that you could bring in?
1: Yeah. I mean, oh, that's so easy, would, right? I mean, that was, <laughs> I mean, for obvious reasons, you know, just a chance to meet Mark Hamill right well for
0: unless in in case the ones
1: who haven't actually seen Star Wars uh, for some reason but um (laughs) he's the guy on the Uber Eats commercials um but uh (laughs) exactly there you go (laughs) um he was the digital guy at the end of the Mandalorian uh spoilers but um anyway yeah I would bring him in a heartbeat um just to have the chance to meet him that's that's one that I've never met I was I was fortunate to meet Stan Lee before he passed away um I met Shatner a few years ago down at Pensacon. I met Weird Al last year at Pensacon. That'd be another fun one to bring in. <laughs> um, he was a treat. I mean, just a fantastic human being. Um, but yeah, no. If 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 money and all that were were no option, and they would say yes and not cancel, it would be Mark Hamill. I like it.
0: All right, and then I guess the second part of my question that is. Same thing. Money's no object. If you could pick anybody throughout history,
1: obviously can be dead. Who would Mm, that? That one's trickier. Jack Kirby. Yep. Good man. Yeah. I all. You're you're only like the third person to say that too. I almost said Elvis, but yeah, I I was going to say Jack Kirby.
0: Okay. Elvis is the typical Alabama answer. Though.
2: I mean, it's the typical Mississippi <laughs> answer if you're running uh, you know, something in Tupelo. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, Alex, uh, do you have anything no, else? No,
2: I just want to know uh, where everybody can find you at and uh, get on this mile-long wait list.
1: <laughs> so our website, best way uh, to get in touch with us is you can check out our website, and it's real easy. It's just hsvexpo.com. Um, all of our social medias, um, our Instagram is HSB Expo, as well as Twitter. And then Facebook is Huntsville Comic Expo, or well, facebook.com slash Huntsville Comic Expo. Um, you, know, oh, you know, I run all of those. I answer all the messages mm-hmm. and everything um, between me and my wife. Uh, we answer all of them. I try to answer as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. I try to do that with emails too, because. I always hate when I send an email to a, a show or something and I don't hear from them for like two months and I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah. You're busy, but you know, <laughs> I <do. laughs> I know what it's like.
0: Right. Even an automated yeah. email that says we'll so, get yeah, to you soon.
1: <laughs> uh, HSBExpo.com, uh, the, all the links and information's on there and uh, you can get straight to us. It's where we also have our tickets on sale, uh, all that good stuff outstanding
0: excellent excellent and so um i just want to say thanks too for for putting on the show and you know obviously giving us all something to look forward to you know even if it's just for a weekend at least it's something uh something that gets us back oh, to i you know, appreciate what we consider it. you normal.
1: come in and all the fans and the guests and you know without the fans there would be no show so
0: exactly All right, so uh, Jeremy Long, the founder, he's, again, the owner, operator, and one-man army of Huntsville Comic and Pop Culture Expo. That will be April 9th through the 11th in Huntsville, Alabama. Thanks for joining us.